Hey everybody, welcome back to Dice and Virtue Season 3, The Ironside Chronicle. <laughs> You're a piece of shit, virtuous one. I love that. I think we can count uh, patience. Tonight he is the dicey one. We can count patience among my virtues because I have been sitting here with an ice-cold dietetic Coca-Cola, unopened, sir, condensing moisture on the surface, losing precious anti-degrees. Every moment, warming ever closer to the temperature of the room I now sit in. And I waited. I kept it. I held it just for you, buddy. Just for you, big guy. I'm so proud of you. Casey, Who are you? The dicey one. It's me. It's me. I'm the dicey one. It's me, Crabracadabra, the wonderful wizard of claws. And I am here. He's playing. I'm playing, uh, mind games. No, it's me. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Mahabit Ali. Uh, I am, classically speaking, the virtuous one. My characters are, anyway. Uh, my guy, Mahabit Ali, is, uh, he is a tiny, elderly South American Patrick Stewart, and accordingly, uh, will be given his own show shortly on CBS's exclusive streaming service. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. It's great. gonna be great. It's just gonna be 60 I'm... years of him living in exile. <laughs> Well, no, just in the forest. Exactly. It's just like, it's like a slow time lapse uh-huh. of every day. And you're just kind of sitting at the corner of a cave mm-hmm. as the seasons just go by. You're staring it's really into nothing. very depressing. The season finale. You just like pick up some berries. Exactly. And, like, roll them around a little bit and then he tastes it and goes. Mm. Yep. The season mm. finale is like then, when a frog just hops onto my face and I just go, bah! <laughs> that is it. Yep. Good. Great. Wonderful. Did, Muhammad Ali talked to himself. Muhammad Ali. Did he speak to himself uh, alone to, in the forest? To himself? No. Mm-hmm. Mm. To things, though? Uh, it's a story for another time. Okay, cool. So who are you? I'm the virtuous She's one She's got the tonight. good questions is who she is. Yeah, my name is Christina, and I am playing one Tess LaCoy. One metric Tess. Welcome back to Dyson Virtue. Uh, this, so last time, y'all uh, hung out with Tess's pops. Yeah, Nicola. Uh... Nicola Tess LaCoyle. Yep. Um, Which, by the way, I don't want to hear shit from you ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, You built a pair of gauntlets, I believe, was the the project you were working on for the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, And why don't you tell us a little bit about what those gauntlets do for you, Ali? Yeah, I got that here on my character sheet because I believe in uh, other people being prepared. Now, let's see here. I'm using the uh, D&D Beyond online character sheet, which is really great. I'm not knocking it at all. Uh, it's just got a lot of, um, like, subsections, and it's sometimes difficult mm. to... There it is. Okay. Oh, thank God I can stop. No, no I was going to say vaping, but I meant vamping. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's thank okay. Thank God we we've, can all stop vaping. We've established your persona for this episode. You are Dang, vaping. Go wow, on. Wow, I didn't even no wonder I smell like Captain Crunch. Vape King. <laughs> Vape King Casey. It's me. Vape Nation. V Casey. Uh, no. XX Casey Hill. That's it with a Z X-X. and a Q. All right. Um, these uh these metallic punch 'em ups I've got are, and I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read Dylan's prose to you here, listener. A sleek pair of armored gloves with connected van braces made from fine leather. Flexible metal rods run the length of them, providing structure and resistance that reinforce your body's natural muscle and bone. They're topped at the knuckle by blunt conduits, which, at the press of a button beneath your thumb when your hand is balled into a fist, will deliver an electric shock to your target. 
and then a whole bunch of technical stuff about how those roles work that I don't believe will be germane to the average listener's experience. Uh, long story short, I got me some stun punchers. I am one step closer to being Alex Louise Armstrong and uh, also Wake Wagner. So life is beautiful. Great. Wonderful. Um, Thank you for those, so yeah, by the way. I'm um, very happy about them. You're welcome. Uh, can I so can yeah, I use them that... to like if if love is super sleepy can I just like grab him and turn them on and like charge him up real quick like Wally when he's on that spaceship yeah <laughs> wow I feel like that's gonna be a use that comes in really handy later on uh-huh. when a character just has a heart attack exactly. and we're like wait yeah the Nick punch him ups but the thing is Ali thinks it's a cure all like he sees somebody sniffling and has oh, a snipe no. cold and he's like clear. <laughs> <laughs> Ali is who started electroshock therapy. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you've spent about three days, the pair of you, working on on these things together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tess engineering them and Ali uh, acting as a sort of shop assistant. Yeah. Uh, gathering tools and materials and things uh, at Tess's bequest. Uh, and like I said, that took you around three days to complete these gauntlets. Uh, is there anything that you... Uh, would like to have done in particular during those three days. Did um, I give Love his cool legs? What do you mean by his cool legs? His cool legs, I mean, Dylan. I like the ornate knives to give him better, cooler legs because that was also a thing we were working on. Wait, no, he has knife sure. legs too? Well, he had knife legs to begin with. He had with. knife legs to begin he with? He had knife legs, yes. He just had like little butter knife legs oh, God. and now he has like weird special ornate knife legs uh and you're using the knives that you picked up from the corpses of the dominatum soldiers yes yes great so uh yeah love is now adorned with uh many fine jewels great. and knives of much too fine make for it to be his legs yep. and yet bougie. there they are exactly we have we have uh, pimped your love um ali yeah whistle pin for your eyes exactly uh ali i love you both so much uh, is there anything you would like to have done in those three days yeah actually so um without getting too deep into time specifics and dates and things uh ali went into his exile at the beginning of uh what he understood to be the kavakana incursion into the Sazavan Protectorate and spent 60 years in the woods basically waiting to die. Um, but now the world has progressed. Uh, events have occurred without him as they have a very inconsiderate tendency to do. And he would like very much to visit like a museum or a library or some local resource and find out like what he's missed, what's happened in the world, what happened to his country, how the war went without him. Is this even the same war that's happening? What's sure. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation roll for me. I'm gonna, as soon as I can figure out how to get back to the place where all my rolls are. Found him. That's, this is not the, uh, this is not the, the web pages fall D and D beyond. It's very intuitive. Let's see here. They are not our sponsors, but if they'd like to be. Investigation. True. Uh, Twelve. All right. So, uh, yeah, your your uh, self-learnings of of the, the recent histories mm-hmm. of the Protectorate. Um, so the war began um, as soon as the, the Kavakana disembarked from their ships mm-hmm. uh, down at the southern shore. Um, that... Uh, the southern shore of the continent that you guys reside on is leagues away from 
the protectorate's borders. But these uh, the nations that were founded uh, out of the continuations of humanity from the Salah Sahim and their last stand at the Holy Mountain mm-hmm. all sort of comprise what's called the One Family. Uh, and that's this religious edict, but it's really this this cultural thing where everybody on this side of the world is all just one big family, mm-hmm. or at least that's the belief, right, is that you're all Salah Sahim. And so when it came time to defend the homeland, it was everybody's responsibility to do that, mm-hmm. even though um, what uh, uh, military forces were available were not that great, especially not in comparison to the Dhananat. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Ali's family uh, would have provided troop to uh, uh, the defense force that initially began uh, the the resistance against the Dhananatum's incursion. Mm-hmm. The Dhananatum has spent the last 60 years slowly grinding away at total conquest. Um, so like having now reached the borders of the the protector like war of attrition style like they they can afford to wait us out essentially that's sort of what it seems yeah uh it seems as though no matter how many of their soldiers fall in battle there's always another battalion right behind them is it like uh, like it, when it's... like like the um like the parshendi and and alethkar kind of yeah uh, if if you'd like to think of it in, okay. in terms of the Stormlight Archive. So so more of them just keep coming and we don't really know where, like they somehow just keep managing to have enough people. Right. Um, so the the initial um, battles were fought on the beachheads. Sure. Um, the the Dominatum troops arriving by ship. Sure. Um, since they have established uh, uh, conquest over many of these lands, uh Information is now scarce mm-hmm. about where the troops are coming from, whether they're uh, homegrown conscripts from the nations to the south, uh, or if they are, um, in fact, more Dominatum mm-hmm. soldiers from the Dominatum homeland, um, or perhaps some combination of both. Uh, that much is unclear. All right. Um, and yeah, so the, okay. the history of the war is a long one, uh, and despite all the best efforts of uh, the Ironside Foundation and the Sazavan Protectorate, uh, the two uh, uh, leading bodies mm-hmm. uh, in terms of technological advancement and resources, uh, despite their best efforts, the Dominatum continues to just grind away at this war. And what's do they have? Do they have weird technology? Do they have like are numbers their only edge? Essentially, there have been reports of. Uh, of of many magical constructs mm-hmm. and of uh fearsome war mages mm-hmm. and um machines the like of which haven't been seen outside of ironside mm-hmm. um all working in tandem and all rolling over army after city after army oh jeez got some weird warfare going on yeah all right um i um, have i have they, go ahead the the dominatum is Strange in that they don't seem so. Where the protectorate manufactures many, many of the same types of weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your riflemen all have right the same sort of rifle, right? Mass your, production, uh, exactly. The Dominatum seems to engineer these 
behemoths of uh of machinery and and these uh magical constructs but they all seem to be one-offs mm-hmm. like once once one of those has been put in the ground so to speak uh you never really see a second one okay so no plan no prototype no backup they just make a thing and send it out there kind of like kind of like when nazi germany got really weird and started producing just like bonkers unique stuff because their 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 structure was so fractured and paranoid that it was a million groups and no one of them knew what the others was doing right or so uh, hellboy russian would have me believe R- sure russian r&d of the period also pretty similar yeah uh of just like yeah we're gonna build this big fuck off fortress that's gonna uh glide an inch above the water right and that's gonna be our war machine what it sunk all right we don't have another one it sucks next next project next project okay so i mean that means if this has been going on this entire time then people like even even tess must have been raised in this culture of war this is the this is normal life for them absolutely yeah. oh that's horrifying it's like growing up during 9-11 yep <laughs> i couldn't yep. couldn't possibly comment um all right i have two more two more questions and then we'll let the show be about someone else for a time um sure second question or second in the list of three. Uh, what of House Mahabat? Um, the history books uh, that you've scoured mm-hmm. don't mention House Mahabat in any great capacity. Okay. There is um, mention of, uh, of mercantile houses uh, that have tried to broker uh, peace via trade deal mm-hmm. um, with, with the Dominatum. The Those... universal language, so to speak. Sure. Uh those efforts have gone have fallen on deaf ears. The Dominatum is not interested, or at least it appears they're not interested, in trading for your resources. Mm-hmm. They want those resources for themselves. Um and, and they want to control those resources. Okay. Um or at least that is the appearance given by their unwillingness to trade and their constant pursuit of conquest. Okay. Um it, I mean what I mean to ask is did House Mohabat uh, survive the initial war? Are they still a power? Are they still on the stock market, as it were? Uh, go ahead and roll a different investigation roll for me. Yeah. We got war, we got economics. There's a lot got... going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, may I have advantage because Ali would search extra thoroughly to find news about his family and where they've been since he fucked off into the wilderness? Sure. Radical, thank you. Uh, though I'm going to give you that uh, with disadvantage on any further investigation sure yeah because i've because i've expended everything here yeah yeah all right that's better um that'll be a 13 great uh so uh house mohabit appears to still be posting um trade logs okay within the uh the almanacs and within the um the uh brief military histories that mention trade mm-hmm. that you've turned up um house mohabit is still Something of a mercantile force. Okay. Um, so they survived the war. Right. Okay. That was my They're main question. They're still in operation somewhere. Is there any? Is there any mention made of the um, the head house, uh, Mohammed Adam? Uh, not that you have been able to find. That's fair. Okay. My final question. I want to scour the records uh, from the beginning of the war to now. And uh, Ali is very tired. There's a reason he left this for last wants to scour the records for any mention uh, of an individual uh, referred to as the Teeth of God. 
Yeah. So uh, roll investigation with disadvantage for me. Yes, sir. Well, let's see if I can get any lower than a three. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I rolled a 19. That's a composite 20. Uh-huh. So, so I'll take it your your uh-huh. result is a composite four. Applesauce. No, my result is a composite three. Oh, great. Horse uh, feathers. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, you don't turn up. There, there are some mentions in the early histories mm-hmm. of a figure or a weapon or something called the Teeth of God. Right, something. Yeah. Uh, and that name seems to come from the Kavakana themselves. It's what they referred to this thing as. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is very little information that you turn up about, like, even what it was. Okay, nobody knows. Okay. Yeah. Well, and like while I'm sitting here just pouring over and Ali's eyes are so bloodshot and he's so tired and there's just like a giant book like three feet behind him that says <laughs> the, the complete history. The teeth of God. A dental history. An oral history. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So having done all that, copied all the information he's learned into his journal, uh, he will stand up and crick his neck and thank the librarian or whoever for their time and return to uh, the... Uh, House of the Coil workshop to assist Tess in any capacity. Uh, besides Love's fancy new steppers, uh, does Tess get anything cool? Tess has been working on your gauntlets for the three days. Okay, so group project. That is the cool thing. All right, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I mean, cool knife legs for my yeah. Tess goblet did, is pretty cool. Ted Tess did also just acquire the staff of the bulk. Prophet, that's so a point. You. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Of a boomstick. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, so, during your time, uh, Nicola has had several meetings with other engineers from around town, mm-hmm. uh, all seemingly working on, uh, if not the same military project, then similar ones. Uh, and they all seem to come to Nicola for advice uh, when they need to work out a problem, when they need someone to just look over their schematics and make sure it, it all seems sound, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, Nicola is the guy to go to. Uh, so he's had a few meetings with some folk. Um, there was one visitor uh, by the name of Janice who... <laughs> yes? I'm sorry, just the name Janice is very Midwestern housewife. I was, it's, got, it's got a real <laughs> wine mom wants to talk to the manager at Target vibe to it. Yeah, It does. So uh, you just said clarify. there was one guest named Janice. Exactly. <laughs> Let me to clarify, it is J-A-N-U-S. A- and, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that and, makes it worse. <laughs> and he is a, a uh, an elf of some repute uh, who came by with plans for a uh, small little whirly gig, Ooh. which would carry uh, these canisters. And in those canisters was uh, was supposed to be contained a an alchemical agent that could be used to disperse flames. Oh, oh boy. he developed a Molotov cocktail. No, no, no to disperse flames. He's, oh, he's developed disperse. fire okay. extinguishers. Oh. You said disperse, and I thought... Distribute? Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like it's <laughs> dispensing a bunch of flames at once. Yeah, so... so uh, and this man's name was Elon Musk. There it is. So, uh, he... Uh, uh, Janice came by uh, the second day of your work. Uh, as you finish your work on the third day, uh, there is commotion uh, in the uh, in, in the streets outside the workshop uh, as 
people flood toward a building that has caught fire. Mm. Janice. Tess, I detect a commotion. I see fire in the sky. A fire of unknown origin. Does Janice appear to just take it out? I mean, Janice, are, are you timing. in the workshop or are you going to the commotion? No, I, I mean, I, we're going to go to the commotion. Yeah, I, I think we were. That we need to go. Well, we were. I think we were sprinkling like little reactions in there. I, I don't think we meant to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I when when character reactions begin or you guys want to act and move towards something, you have to say that. Yeah. Well, I th- I'm not going to assume that you're going to move. Towards no, no, no. I, yeah, I was afraid if you that want you to go investigate it. I was afraid that you weren't done talking and thought we'd interrupted you. I'm sorry. Um. All right. So then, in that case, uh, I think Ali looks at Tess and says, "The ah uh, uh uh what you must say it the thing that that tall elfman brought in. Uh, do you still have the prototype?" Uh, I think so, and I just kind of search amongst a bunch of, like, metal thing until I find something that looks like the Whirligig, which I assume is the Whirligig. Uh, you find something similar, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's an old project of Nicola's that he never got oh, working. God damn it, okay. Um, Do I have to roll the, to find the Whirligig? The elf came to Nicola for advice. Oh, okay. Oh, he didn't actually leave us a prototype of it? No, he brought his own prototypes with him. Uh, well, okay, this it looks very suspiciously convenient that a fire would break out just after he came oh, no. to talk to Nicola about this thing. Oh, this guy's a fireman looking for steady summer work in Southern California. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, God, he's an arsonist. Well, let's... Okay, uh, then... You know what, I Ali? I want to do an, an insight roll to see if Ali would put those two and two together to think. Wait a minute, <laughs> something's that's up very here. convenient. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and roll insight here. Go for it. Uh, that's a sixteen. Yeah, I'd give that to you. Okie dokes. Uh, that that is not a that is not a logical leap that is hard to make. Yeah. Um, Tess, is there it, a a uh, source of water nearby? Uh, there are a couple wells pretty nearby. That's how everyone usually gets their water, unless they have, you know, plumbing. Mm. Can your... Uh, remind me what the staff of the Bald Prophet does. Anything. <laughs> uh, it can cast uh, druid spells up to second level. Revitalize vegetation, curing blights and diseases in a three-kilometer radius. Dang. And if I plant this staff in a fertile soil and leave it in sunlight for one week... Around it shall grow an ancient grove, a site of unequaled natural power. So, uh, are there any... A conduit for spells. Well, are, yeah, are there any uh, druid well, spells like like summon water or, like, dirt? I think create water is one of the ones I can do. Allow me to grab a handbook. Research break. We're looking up the answers and we're hoping to not get sued. Work break. There's the druid spell list. Have fun searching. You can't even see past the mic. Then take the book. <laughs> just where it is. All right. While she's looking that up, I have, I have, I have two. Uh, there are things. Well, go ahead. I could. I was just gonna waste time. Yeah. What's going flame. on? I'll fight that fire with another fire. That's a valid firefighting tactic. That is that is a thing that is done. It won't do anything mm-hmm. to save the structure that's currently engulfed. That's not what we're aiming for. Uh, I can. Also cast Create or Destroy Water, which seems to be the smart choice. Right. So I think I'm going to go do that. Okay. Can we Can we see... But would... Go ahead. Would Tess even know druid spells? That's the one big flaw with this staff. 
Do I just immediately the, know? The staff confers an amount of uh, of intuitive. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. It cool. comes with a manual. So it's like a wand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good. They have like a little cheat sheet of spells, right. and it's like left, right, left, right, BA start. Exactly. Now, I have a question, cool. and I'm kind of mad that I have to ask it, but I also know that we want to be mm. intellectually honest here. We want to be good players. Mm. Is that going to be able to produce enough water? Uh, through the staff, it will create 20 gallons of water. Um, which is not an insignificant amount of water. Right. Uh, we also don't really know how big the depending fire is. Depending on the size is. of the inferno. Yeah, okay, which yeah. which leads yeah. me to my final question before I finally shut the fuck up for a little while. Um, <laughs> does Nicola have any means by which we could supercharge the staff or connect it to a larger power source? No. Damn it. Uh, because, the, because the staff is predicated on... Uh, uh, druidic okay uh tradition uh it doesn't quite gel with which is the, different than uh, yeah it's yeah alternating so, current direct current yeah exactly we we, yeah. we just we it, just kill an elephant no matter what we tried right uh so yeah so uh armed with your staff in hand mm -hmm. are you going to go investigate the fire yeah yep i'm following tess she knows the city i don't great uh so it's a few streets over wait does nicola join us uh, no. Nicola is, in oh. fact, out of the workshop. Oh, yeah. that's right. You said... Also, he's an old man. He's not that old. He's an old man. He's not that he's old. He's a dad. That makes him old. <laughs> so, you uh, scamper on a few streets over, uh, down into uh, one of the less... Um, the, the the area that Nicola's workshop is in is sort of the uh, the the Manhattan of, of Ironside. Sure. You scamper on over towards the Brooklyn of Ironside. Sure. Um, <laughs> and there you find a uh, ramshackle building uh, surrounded by this half ring of people uh, milling about trying to do what they can to get a fireman's line started, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, uh, get water onto this, this inferno. Uh, nearby, you do in fact spot Janice uh, mm -hmm. and his little whirly gig which has uh fallen to the ground uh in a puddle of this <sighs> sticky white foam that's a bad janice, janice failed Ugh. uh don't start fires to prove your points kids the fire has engulfed this ramshackle little building Great. that uh make a perception check for me okay both of us yeah yes sir 19. 14. Uh, so you both uh, are prescient enough to catch that this building is cordoned off from nearby structures, mm -hmm. uh, standing by itself in the middle of this lot okay. that is fenced off, uh, and it appears that it was slated for destruction. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, that's great. <laughs> I doubt he was the one slated to do that. Yeah. Okay, so, like, there's nobody inside that needs saving or anything. Right. It just is still a hazard, because if that building burns down, fire could catch on another building. Right. Wind carries it. Okay. Still. Well, why don't you, uh, why don't you go see if you and Janice can figure out what went wrong, uh, with his what's-it. Yeah. Ali's gonna get a hot dog. More robes of Janice. Okay. <laughs> Alright, um, as you roll up, Janice is, uh, knelt beside his whirly gig. Uh, picking up the pieces, um, 
and and trying to clean it off as much as he can uh-huh. and see if he's he's trying to pry some of these vials out from the uh the body of the thing. Hmm. Have have you tried this thing before, Janice? Without looking up, he says, "Yes, several times in smaller scale tests." Well, I don't know how to help you with this one, bud. You just kind of biffed this one. What? Yes, I am What's perfectly up? aware. Thank you. <laughs> what will happen? Well, you you screwed up, didn't you, buddy? Yeah. You... <laughs> well, I feel like Tess really hates. Well, I mean, she absolutely does. Like with, um, I almost said Ars Arbold. That's not this wizard's name. Different, different, different. The arrogant dwarf wizard. Wizard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The tree wizard. She hates when people don't properly test their machinery before rolling it out or trying to roll it out. Right. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Well, can you can you don't see, waste my time. Can you yeah. see what he did wrong, like such that you could fix it or make a better version of your own or something? Maybe. Do you have like a science skill not you can without roll? not without extensively uh not not without not becoming, without letting that right. building burn down. Yeah, not without becoming very familiar with the schematics for the thing, mm-hmm. how it's supposed to work, and a thorough examination of its mechanics. So this uh, to find what part failed. So this building's gonna burn down, and at this point, the effort of preventing it from doing so does does not seem to uh, be outweighed by the possible benefit. Is someone calling like? Do we have a fire station? Do firefighters exist in the world of D&D? Well, I mean, he said that they're forming a bucket chain, which implies to me that it's really more of a, you know, Benjamin Franklin style, like, community gather around yeah. thing. Except he's clearly trying to speak, but I'm going to prevent him from doing so. <laughs> okay, good. No. I was thinking <laughs> <Dylan>! maybe... <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly the case. Uh, there is a... I love you, uh, goons. A community effort to put this fire out, okay. but it doesn't seem like there is an official organization to it. No one has like a little helper buddy, like love that just happens to be bigger than him. Well, that can carry buckets. We can't all afford Robo Gremlins, Miss Lacoil. Check your privilege. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Well, not afford. She made it. Well, she could afford to make it. That's fair. Yeah. And she did grow up with the best tutelage yeah, uh, mechanic could hope. Dang. For, so. yeah. Sorry, wow. Janice. Must suck to suck. <laughs> All right. Why don't you why don't you, you plop this you fire out? Actually Yeah. You actually recall Janice uh apprenticing in Nicola's workshop. And he's like this? Wow, wow, that's embarrassing. Janice is one of the embarrassing ones. Okay, so this is interesting. Do you do you say any of that out loud? Or <laughs> no, you can no, no, all no. All of it. I keep it all of myself. No. That's just for case. And I'm just turning to the crowd and just like you know what, guys. I'm sorry about this one. On behalf of my father, I'm sorry for this. All right. Well, how about uh, how, how about this? Yeah. How about how out. about you you plop this fire out with your water staff? Yeah. Why don't we take the what's it back to the workshop? Because if we can figure out how this thing works, that would be a real useful thing to have, and it should not be privatized. Yeah, it would be very useful, and it's so cool that like one of the richest mechanics in the city gets to monopolize exactly. that technology. So Ali comes back. He's got like three. He's got like four. He's got like nine hot dogs, and uh, he hands one to each of you, and he's like, oh, "So." Even Watch. Janice gets one? Oh, well, yeah, everybody needs a hot dog. It's Look, there's a barbecue. It smells real good, okay? like, <laughs> Of course Janice Ollie's gets a like, hot dog. I'm sorry. I know that this is really insensitive and that building is burning down, but I really need to go get me some grilled ham right I'm just now. saying, like, have you ever been in a situation where you felt bad and then had a hot dog and the hot dog didn't help? Yes. No. 
See? It depends on the hot dog, though. The if math, it's a, math balances like, kosher, out. Like, all beef hot dog, oh, yeah. or like one of those, like, Thai curry wars yeah, hot dogs. Yeah, they answer to a higher Perfect. authority. Yep. All right. So, or anyway. Like a regular so as you cleaning, debate no. the merits of hot dogs. <laughs> no, uh, I give everybody a hot dog. And I say, Wait, can I create or destroy a tornado to put out the fire instead? You have a tornado story, don't you, Casey? Oh, yeah. That was. Very smooth segue. Yes, it worked today. We had to shut down several of our clinics in Texas and uh, Oklahoma because apparently, like, thousands of people are in dire tornado danger. And somebody called and said, hi, if I go to your clinic and a tornado happens while I'm there, do they have somewhere safe I can wait? And the answer was yes, which is a good thing. But, like, as opposed to what? Just sorry about your sore throat, son. Out into the mercy of the cyclone you go. Like what? <laughs> that's how they did it in the old west. It blew my it mind. You... That's what we call natural selection. Apparently, well, and more to when the point, nature makes the selection for exactly. you. Yeah, you get sick, and then tornado decides. Well, and then I wanted the to know if they do. The they do have a tornado shelter. I want to know what kind of snacks are going to be available. Are they going to have cinnamon cyclones? Is there special like whirlwind booze available? Janice <laughs> has pried the uh, glass vials off of his whirly gig, uh-huh. and has so begun. Sad. Just shucking them oh, that's so at sad. the fire. Oh, buddy. It's so embarrassing um, to watch. Whereupon, <laughs> the, the <laughs> glass shatters, and the uh, liquid inside expands oh. uh, into this white foam oh. that yeah, crawls like... across the, the, fi- the flames uh, and smothers. That's so good. Okay, so, yeah, so the problem wasn't his formula. It was the machine. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I was. I didn't get that. I I I thought that his that his uh his coke had gone flat, as it were. No, his his chemistry is fine. His technical skills, though. Okay. Um. Leave room. I I don't want to steal one of those. How big are they, Dylan? Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Wait, who are you playing today, Casey Hills? Everybody. (laughs) Is it Lanya? No. The the. Give us your wallet. The vials are the size of a small sausage. <gasps> Ooh. Like a like hot dog? Like, smaller than a hot dog. Ooh, like pigs in a blanket. Okay, I kind of want to... go to the wetzel pretzel. I kind of want to pull, like, when he's got one in his hand, I kind of want to pull, like, a Bugs Bunny Kansas City shuffle. Like, no, here, you take the hot dog, I'll take the thing. Now you take the other hot dog, give me back two hot dogs, I'll give you the thing. But then by the end, I've got all the hot dogs <laughs> and the thing I want. No, I I really think this would be a good technology for us to have when you're out of magics or when whatever, but I don't know how to get one from this man uh, except for stealing it, because as a white man, that's Um, all I know. Hey, Janice. Yes? Would you like to continue working on your prototype together while I'm still in town? We could probably figure out a means for it to work. Um, Proper distribution. Of course, I, you know, wouldn't be... A charge thing to use Dad's workshop. I would just like a copy of the prototype myself. Your assistance would be uh, phenomenal. I'm not. I I hesitate to say that you'll have any greater luck than I or your father has. Um, the the greatest minds in Ironside have have poured over these schematics time and again, and I I just can't figure out why. This is the third test. Well, I've been out of town. It's the third test, but it's the first oh. test. Yep. I get inspiration for that. Fine. 
you don't. should. You absolutely. You said fine. Do. You said fine as soon as I said it. <laughs> It was uh, the character speaking yes, Dylan. Uh, that you Dylan, interrupted. Yeah, I'm aware, buddy. Uh, I know. I get, I get it. <laughs> I think we've pulled Dylan's bones one too many times this episode, Casey. Dylan, how many bones you got left, I buddy? I think, I think he's batting around Dylan, 140 down. Dylan, it's not a phrase people use. Dylan, if I open up your menu, what's the bones meter at? How many bones you working with there, buddy? Is it an even number? Because so if sorry. not, you're going to be lopsided. <laughs> Dylan, you can't walk around like a sclancy skeleton. We left all the important bits, like his femur and his big toe. Femur? He, he hardly balance. knows her. Okay. All right. So, okay. We help this gentleman. I give him a hot dog because he's a sad man. He, he, promises, he, to, need to steal. he promises to bring his uh, uh, schematics and prototypes with him. Back to Nicola's workshop mm-hmm. uh, later in the day. Okay. Wonderful. Cool. It's really sad that we had to watch this guy publicly embarrass himself. Well, he wasn't afraid to try, though. No, yeah. wait wait a minute. Sorry. You know what? No. Let's, let's dungeon, let's, let's dungeon extreme, some though. fucking dragons. Hold on. He attempted a great <gasps> thing, and there is no failure. There is no shame in failure, only in failing to try again. And of that sin, he is not yet guilty. Also, have a hot dog. He still set a building on fire. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I've skipped lunch. Yeah. What are the hot dogs of Ironsides like, Dylan? Tell us about the hot dogs, Dylan. Are they like a nice? Are they like a nice bratwurst? Are they like thick? Like when you? I was bite gonna into, say, does the skin does it like snap? Have that nice snap? Yeah, because like as Americans, like... when we say hot dogs, we're referring to a thing that most of the world doesn't have. Yeah, the weird, gross wiggle tube. Exactly. Meat. Remind me, Casey. Yes, sir. What was the the name of the? Uh, the animal that the Salasahim used as beasts of burden. Oh no, are these Balahu <gasps> sausage? Are these Bala hot dogs? Oh my they god! sure are. Oh, well. Uh, and yes, they are, in fact, delicious. <laughs> I believe it. so good. Yeah, they're useful uh, creatures. Okay, And well. what about the, oh, the bread. Is it like traditional Salasahim baked loaves? It's actually not. Uh, oh, okay. Traditional okay. Salasahim bread is actually quite difficult to come by. Oh, uh, it's a lost art. The are there are there like kosher bakeries dedicated <gasps> to manufacturing it during? Yes, actually, yep. during Season the. Uh, That's so good. Uh, I love that. While uh, the city has expanded, it has reclaimed much of the farmland that oh, uh, once grew the wheat, and oh, so so the wheat's still being produced in smaller quantity than it used to. Well, be. sure, but yes, uh, there is there is some traditional Salasahim wheat still being grown. In the traditional ways, um, here in the Silent Savannah, uh, there are very few bakeries that bake with that wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, it is mostly used uh, for uh, uh, it's it's mostly used as an additive to uh, other imported wheats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. It's just like a buffing wheat. Yeah, sure. Um, to acquire traditional Salasim bread made with. 100% traditional Salasahim wheat. Uh, you would have to visit one of three or four bakeries uh, as of your last visit to Ironside. Mm-hmm. Um, and they run out of stock very early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're all called. I imagine that bread goes by real it fast. It does. Yeah. They're called, they're called Lanya's own. It's like Newman's own. And like the, the mark of quality on a loaf of bread is just a little Cephy. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> One of those bakeries, and in uh-huh. fact, uh, Nicola's favorite, 
uh, is just down the down the street from his own workshop. Oh, Dope. It's so nice uh, to live in the Ridge Park town. I believe and it, it is run by uh, an elder Rockwell. <gasps> oh, what? wild! <gasps> the Rockwells and Tess have always been one Kevin Bacon away from each other. So uh, this fire now put out, the crowd dispersing, mm-hmm. uh, and Janice uh, having collected his his. Whirligig and his his wreckage. I have another question. Uh, has retreated back to his own workshop. Yes. Mm-hmm. My question is that do fires like that and just kind of weird mini disasters happen in Ironside pretty frequently, considering there is a large section of the town dedicated to just Magitex? Since uh, they they seem to act pretty quickly and efficiently. Yeah. And you said they were milling about like they weren't like panicking. So there's a, a, the a, like, a weird oh, shit district. Fire. Yeah. So uh. This, uh, you surmised from having spoken with, with some of the people in the crowd that this was a demonstration that, uh, uh, Janice had organized. Mm, okay, oh, so he didn't okay. just randomly be like, I'm gonna set this fucking house on fire, fuck right. you guys. All the right. whole point was that it was supposed to be a demonstration for his whirly gig, it was okay. a safe, controlled environment. And then he became a laughing stock. Right. Oh no. Oh, buddy. <gasps> been there. Janice. We've all been there, it happens to the best of us, and also to Janice. So, uh, the crowd now dispersing. Uh, what would the pair of you like to do? Well, I mean, I want to... Maybe we should check in at that uh, at the local Lanya's own and see... Uh, check in with that Rockwell and see how those brothers are doing. Yeah. I mean, out in the town, might as well take a break from building the cool... Exactly. Punches. See the sights I a little bit? I know for a fact that I finished them within three days, so... Cool. All right. So I've got now them... Now we're just role-playing within the days. So Ali, yeah. Ali is walking around. Well, Go ahead. Uh... The way I had imagined this was Ali uh, putting on the gauntlets to try them on in their mm. completed state, and then you hear word of the fire and you go investigate. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. Because you said on the second day. Oh. The second day is when Janice arrived at the workshop. Oh, so okay. this is already the third day. Okay, right. I see. Yeah. I thought we were skipping back to the second day to see what we did within that day, and then, okay, okay, okay. I get you now. Yeah, Ali well, was, yeah, he actually was keeping the uh, the hot dogs warm with the electricity from the gauntlets. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a toaster oven. Exactly. <gasps> we could have baked potatoes. We certainly so can. I just have to hold one for a little while. He's a tiny, tiny toaster. Um. Uh, why? Wait, hold on. Why is Tess specialization in just kitchen appliances? Damn. I don't know. Uh, Internalized misogyny. <laughs> yeah. Jeez well, also, Christ. I mean, somebody's got to make the, the kitchen intention. appliances. You're allowed to have good ideas. That's fair. I mean, to be fair, it's also not a kitchen appliance. It's it definitely not. It also doubles as one. Yeah. You know what? She. She specializes in survivalist tools there you go it's a thing that can be multiple things you got to save as much time and space as you can on a packing mission so yeah she's a minimalist ali's walking around brown would be very proud good he's getting getting a feel for these punchers um they they feel really good and on uh on the back of each he's uh he's had tests engrave um on the on the back of one okay so Ali has, as I've mentioned before, there's a, a pendant around his neck of uh, mm-hmm. of of origin that he he hasn't really talked about, but he he pulls it out while you're putting the um, gauntlets together, and it does transpire that the pendant has the crest of House Mahabat on it, um, mm-hmm. and like Tess, Tess and Ali haven't really talked about you know his family and where he's from, but you know a family crest when you see one, and yeah. it's uh it's Barrio. It's the two-headed bear shogun, and he's standing there with his arms held out benevolently, uh, like 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 uh, the non-offensive way to refer to a Hindu deity in classical depiction. 
and uh, in one paw he has like a sheaf of wheat, and in the other he's got a bag of coins and such. I love that. Yeah, it's so good. And so, like one of the one of the phrases, like one of the bywords of House Ali is the wealth and the wheat. So I've got each of these punchers, and on one is engraved like a little bag of money, and on the other is engraved mm-hmm. a little sheaf of wheat. And so these punch em ups are called the wealth and the wheat. And I like to think they're made to look a little bit like bear claws. Just a little. Like, not functionally, mm. obviously. That's a different oh, thing. Oh, I see. Yeah, just aesthetically, they kind of look like bear claws. Because that's kind of like how Tesla coils jam. They do that. They, exactly. All of their work is modeled after nature. Ex- oh, that's so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's got... Yeah, the- like the the guy with the bird armor. Exactly. And the, the cannons that were and, all over the world. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Have... They do good work, House Tess. House, House, House LaCoil. Um, so yeah, he's wearing these and trying to get used to the feeling of weaponry on his hands, which he's mm-hmm. very uncomfortable with and even more so with the magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like to imagine, I was just about to mention this, that with the gauntlets... Tess tried to rely on magic as little as she possibly could mm-hmm. and just on, like, raw mechanical knowledge right. because of how uncomfortable he is with it. Thank you. Just as, like, a flavor for him. Thank you, Tess. I appreciate that. Of the natural uh, forces, I suppose, mm-hmm. lightning is an excellent choice and the least uh, least similar to the unnatural powers that are being wielded in the world today. You're welcome. I don't don't want to force you in. So this magic nonsense. I'm, all I'm learning. I'm steps, you know? sticking my toe into the shallow end. It's it, yeah, mm-hmm. in a in a metatextual sense. I'm reexamining my prejudices here, but yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you uh, have this conversation on your way to the Rockwell Cafe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yeah, it's a cafe. I'm gonna get yeah. such a uh, fucking and... croque monsieur, my dude. Oh, I fucking love croque monsieurs. That's a conversation for another it day. Really but is. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh, dude, it's like the best possible grilled cheese sandwich and ham sandwich you could ever. It's like, have. have you it's ever had a Monte Cristo a breakfast sandwich? No. Okay. <laughs> Tell the man. I've had a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay, so a croque monsieur is literally like the best breakfast sandwich you could ever have. It is warm. There's well, I guess a croque madame has the egg on top. Uh-huh. Michelle just has like this cheesy sauce that just dribbles over the sandwich, and like the meat inside that it's is fried warm. in, it's, like spicy. It's usually yeah. it's usually it's, like, dipped in like it's kind of like French mm. toast. It's usually dipped in egg white or egg wash or something like that, and then it's fried with the ham and cheese inside, so it gets nice and crispy. Then a cheese sauce goes on top, and a croque madame is the same thing with an egg on top because you know them ladies love eggs. It's true. I literally eat eggs every morning. Yo, didn't you once tell me I was going to die for doing that very thing? <laughs> no, I think you had eaten eggs the whole day. That's That sounds like a fair point, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you make your way to the Rockwell Cafe. Yes! Um, Do they have, like, imported coffees from different places? Like, okay, coffee? Coffee con a roast? Is Ironsides, like, New York City? Is it metropolitan? Kind of. Okay. Uh, coffee, Dylan, is a special magic bean that they found and Aww. harvested the in the drier regions of Rahel. Yeah. Like, we've got I tea. Mm-hmm. We've got tea. I mean, yeah. it stands to reason there'd be coffee. Or, and, and, and like, chocolatel. Yeah. It originally, it originated most around, uh, dwarvish kind, and eventually it became popularized <laughs> once, like, cities started. They're so grumpy. Up. I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, fine, fine coffees Ooh. and, uh, 
delectable Salasahim teas uh, with a fine assortment of salts. Yeah, mm. uh, so good. As well as many baked goods. Um, as I said, this is one of the few bakeries in town where you can get um, bread made traditionally mm-hmm. uh, in the Salasahim fashion, as well as traditional Salasahim cakes. Um, Ooh, what are traditional Salasahim desserts like? Tell me about these cakes. Uh, so they're very light and, and spongy. Mm. Uh, they are usually lightly powdered with sugar. Yeah. Um, and generally topped with fruits. Oh, Ooh. that's so good. Um, the traditional Salasahim breads and cakes are sold out for the day. Of course. Mm. Um, it's after 11. What did we think was going to happen? Yeah. 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 You can still get the standard fare, the, uh, the, the imported wheats, um, uh, with, Salasahim wheat blends. Um, I like that they cater both things because yeah. it means that they can stay open. Yeah, yeah. And also importing other foods from other people. Yeah. Um, so the Rockwell. The, go ahead. The cafe is uh, it uh, one one wall. As as you walk in, the the wall next to the door is all glass. Mm. Um, Letting it's in like a fancy base. Yeah. So much natural light. Uh, uh, they so have patio good. seating. So open. Um, uh, yeah. I feel like you can breathe. Uh, it's real, real nice. Uh, there are groups of folks um, milling about in the cafe. Um, one group catches your eye at the back of the room um, in the darkest corner they could find, though, uh, in this place, that's still... In a glass box? Well yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They are... Uh, there is this... Slender figure in a fine suit, uh, who is sitting turned away from you, uh, and he is joined at his table. Is he dragon shaped? So there's a uh, <laughs> there's this this slender figure at the back of the room, and he is joined at his table by some elderly soldier types hmm. uh, oh. in uniform, uh, wearing their uh, Sazavan Protectorate um, regalia, their vests and their cloaks. Um, yeah, and I imagine they're not like super welcome. Like, amongst mechanics, I imagine they're mostly, like, artsy people, but they're doing this because, you know, you got to protect your home. Yeah. Um, that seems to be the, the short of it, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, this That seems to be the case for everybody, this side of the, the spine. Yeah. Now, now this, this gentleman in a suit, uh, does he seem particularly draconian? Do we recognize this cat as being the, the very well-kitted-out dragon from the ruins? In fact, as uh, as one of the soldiers cracks a joke, uh, and and the slender figure tilts his head back in a laugh, you do in fact recognize him uh, as that same uh, supposed dragon mm-hmm. that the Rockwells uh, uh, encountered. Do they call him a dragon because they're racist? It's possible. Or is he like a dragon dragon? Well, because I mean, they just went, "It's a dragon," and we just kind of ran. I mean, dragon can mean a lot of things. It can just be yeah. shorthand for monster. It can just his his eyes uh, are those of some sort of lizard folk. Okay, right. George W. Bush, what are you doing in this uh, cafe, man? Um, I want to roll. What what can I roll to see what I know about what I think he could be given my experience of him? Is that going to be nature or history to li- like the the history of the various races of Rahel? I would also like to make a roll. Is there a way, like presumably, if he resides in Ironsides and now we can see him in better light, would Tess potentially know who this person is? Uh, 
Tess, go ahead and make a... Ow. Um, in fact, both of you, go ahead and make, for me, uh, history rolls. Yeah. Oh. I don't know shit about shit about history. Uh, you... Can I do this with advantage since I'm in my own hometown? No. I, I took school here. Uh, your boy got 16. I got a two. Uh, well... Tess, you've been disconnected from Ironside for a long time. And Ali just read history books. Yeah. Yeah. Ali, you, uh, you suspect that... Uh, this figure could be a dragon mm-hmm. taking this humanoid form. Mm-hmm. Um, the the histories are light on information about dragons. Sure. But they have certainly been a presence in Rahale. Um Are they, you know... Are they, like, what Western society understands as dragon, which is big, you know, iguana-type with wings sometimes? Is it is it, like, a Smaug-type? Or, like, are they more Eastern types? Do both exist? Is it, like, a Dresden Files thing where they're... Were there just what our minds can perceive of much grander creatures? As far as you're aware, uh, they are the Western-style okay. Dungeons & Dragons-ass fucking dragon. Fair enough. And he's just taking human shape. But I imagine that doesn't afford him, you know, prejudice. Or I guess it does. He's still got them lizard eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're not aware God, whether is... he could obfuscate th- those if he so chose, mm. or if he's doing that as a display of, mm. hey, look at me. Okay, so regardless, he's kind of an intimidating presence. Like, when you walk into a room and you can just kind of feel the vibe is a little uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but that's because it's mostly out of confusion. Uh, He and his companions are playing cards. Interesting. In a cafe? Yeah. Go to a bar, you weirdos. (laughs) Anyway. It's the afternoon. Oh my god, are they, like, playing Magic the Gathering? That's so good. Are Uh, they, like, those guys? They appear to be playing with a standard set of playing cards. Oh, interesting. What are the suits in a standard set of Rahalian playing cards? Uh, wheat. Yes! Cups. Um. Wheat and what? Wheat, cups, uh, for the tea. Uh Um, uh, uh. Sephis. Mountains. And an eye. Mountains and, uh, uh, um. Hmm. And I. Well, the the traditions go back further than the uh, than Lanya and Gwen. Right. Sure, and... but we said Rahalian cards, not Salasahim specific. Yeah, cards. the, the right. Salasahim Reconquista didn't like invent culture when it happened. Right. So, but I guess so, a lot of it is modeled after yeah, it, the, considering Gwen was the prophet. Yeah. yeah, the cards are in the old style. Okay. Um, All right. Rather than the traditional um, uh, oh uh, Ravak face cards. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Plowshares. Um so rather than the traditional uh king and queen and, and all of that, you've mm-hmm. got um the matriarch, the patriarch, the uh the uh um squire. The sure, the squire. You've got the uh uh the ace is is akin to the uh the Lanya. Yeah, the paladin. Nice. Yeah. So is this, uh, do those just replace the face cards in each suit, or is this like, uh, like an old, um, like an old playing style tarot deck? Not a divination tarot deck, but like those came from playing cards, which used what we recognize as the major arcana as like trump cards. The, uh, this would be akin to a 52 card okay. four suit. So there are no, there are no like special, it's, it's not like, well, you've got a full straight there, but I've got the specter card and they, and then we're back into Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, they're, they seem to be laughing and having a good time cool. over in that corner. All right. Um, well, 
they're not bothering us. Yeah. They're a little sus, but at the same time, they're kind of just at a cafe. I would imagine that we both pause as we enter, but briefly, and recognize this uh, big old dragonsman. But Ali, mm. Ali, tra- and go ahead, soldiers and soldiers. Yeah, Ali will turn to Tess and and just sort of not not whisper because nothing is more obvious or suspicious than someone who's whispering. But just sort of mm-hmm. say softly, uh, the fact that he is here accepting the hospitality of the Rockwells in their shop inclines me to believe that uh, if we don't start, no trouble won't be no trouble. Agreed. Mm. People are just. Getting coffee. Dragon's gonna dragon. What? A dragon can't go get a cup of coffee? Yeah. 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 Cultural homogenization. Anyway. Um, so uh is one of the Rockwells is one of the Rockwells that we recognize behind the counter? Wait, do they like sometimes volunteer in the shop to like boost sales? Aw. They they come by every now and then, yes. yes. Uh, when they're back in town, they're so cool. They really are. Yeah. God, those guys are cool. I love how I love how the last few episodes like really tarnished them in our opinion. But now we've had time to forget the human failings, and all we remember is the really cool stuff. Yeah, they're just like really cool dudes. They are. They're solid really cool dudes. Things. It'd be like if you just met Bear Grylls. Exactly. But, like three Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls without the faking the survivalist. Exactly. Like, yeah. Genuine. Really cool yeah. bear grills. They're like all Stroud. Yeah, I know who that is. Their only failings are being human, okay. and they're not even that. They're not. So, is there a Rockwell we recognize here today? Because they're who I wanted to catch up with. There is not. Dag. Well, would Tess recognize the older Rockwell since Nikolai loves this bakery? The person behind the counter mm. uh, is a sheepish-looking half-elf. Oh, ah, uh, so like a teenager. In their yeah, summer job. Probably some kind of part-timer, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. All right, fair, fair, Hello. fair. All right, well, um, we're not just going to come in here and not buy anything, uh, so yeah. I, I'll reckon... I came in here for a nice cup of dried juniper roast. There you go. Sprinkled with pine salt. Oh, it's so good. Great. Ali hasn't had coffee in 60 years, so yeah, he is here to, he is here to learn about the latest coffee advances. Wonderful, yeah, um, and... I imagine you take a seat somewhere in the cafe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We sit down uh, where the big Dagron man uh, could conceivably, could, like, see us. Like, we're not hiding from him, but we're also not trying to catch his attention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're not really in a spot where we can, like, scoop in on what he's doing. Yeah. So, in fact, uh, the only open tables are of course, uh, out on the patio or uh, at the back of the room near where the group is seated. Then let's go on the patio. Because people walk by it when they leave. Ah, uh, that's a point. I kind of want to hear what he could be talking with those soldiers about, though. Oh, fair. I don't know. Wait, he wouldn't even recognize us. I don't think he got to see us. Cause that's we, right. We, we were ran. hiding in a trap we door. We ran. I mean, he might have caught a glimpse he of us. He doesn't know us. Yeah. Yeah, but we were all, like, travel rumpled and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Ali's head is freshly like, waxed now. It's, Yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to, like, look at us when they're having Probably to not. deal with the Rockwell Brothers 3. Okay, dokes. All right, then, yeah, let's go Let's go sit down and see if we can't drop some eaves on these cats. Sure. Uh, How do we so do that? So as you await your orders. Is it stealth? Uh, go sit ahead. sit down. Yeah, go ahead and make for me <laughs> stealth checks to okay. eavesdrop on their conversation. But not, like, super stealth, like casual stealth. Like exactly. when you're in a diner and you can overhear exactly. the conversation a couple of See so away from you, and you just kind of mention comments to your partner. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so good. Oh. It's it's really cre- like it's, you and I have done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really creepy. It out, it's, it doesn't make you feel good, but it's so good. <laughs> um, Tess, oh, what's but your... sometimes it's so funny. It is. Yeah, you have to do it. What's your stealth? 
plus one. Yeah, just plus one. Well, mine's plus five, so do you want to assist and we can better our odds? Oh, God. Yes. Okay, cool. They're, like, making pleasant conversation about the coffee selection. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so that's a 24 is my first one, and it could be better, so let's find out. It is not better. 24. All right. Yeah, so uh, their conversation is mostly centered around the game. Um, They're playing a game you don't actually recognize. Ooh. Um, They haven't called it by name, but it's something akin to... Uh, say a Texas Hold'em. Sure. Mm. Uh, you have a. I didn't even each, know how to play that. Each player has a pocket of three cards. In this instance, Texas Hold'em, you have two, uh, and then cards are dealt onto the table, mm-hmm. and you make a, a, a poker hand out of the communal right cards and your own. So it's a game of luck and uh, a game of chance. I mean, I'm sorry, a game of skill, a game of skill, and a game of chance is what I meant. You're right. Okay. Um, they do appear to be betting with uh, full gold coins. Ooh. Mm. Uh, is that wow. is that is that like big money? Maybe uh, he's just a dragon because he's a capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing for, a suit. <laughs> for the uh, outside uh, fringes of the Sazavan Protectorate, mm-hmm. that is a ton of money. For the Heart of Ironside, that's really just daily currency. All right. Damn. Damn. Ugh. Ironsides be them rich bitches. Um. um Dylan. Yes. Can I? Never mind. I was. I was just gonna. Uh, okay. I, what I wanted to do was see if I could use uh, Ali's history to try and figure out the game. And my justification for that was gonna be that as an only child, Ali was alone like all the time. So he doesn't have anyone with whom to play games. But he's read Make. a shit ton about them. Make an insight check for me. Yeah. Oh, He's like, I know that game. You should pick up a pack of cards. That's definitely not autobiographical. Anyway. Oh, that's a nat one. <laughs> Make this he just gets with really, advantage. He just gets oh, really excited because he sees cards. Exactly. Make this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dylan, does this mean 18. when Tess visited Whistleblow, Shadow Mist, Shallow Mist? Sh- Shiver Moist, I believe it was. She just had a shit ton of gold coins with her, and no. she was just bartering. Okay, cool. I was like, she's not just bartering that. Like, that's no. regular She looked up money. the trade Test. tables. She knew. Yeah. Good. She's Test a little smarter than that. Yeah. Uh, uh, coins just a jingling with her. She's not a Because remember, you were out there as Habitats for Humanity. Yeah. So that doesn't mean her <laughs> wealthy father isn't going to send her money. Just bust into town. Uh, What's up, pores? <laughs> just... <laughs> I got an 18. Yeah, I'll buy your scrap metal for three gold pieces. That's nothing, you fucking chump. <laughs> 18. So, uh, there's something about this game that is so familiar to you. Uh-huh. Like, you know it. Uh-huh. And you just can't quite put your finger on it. Mm. Um, the uh, uh, soldiers and the dragon eventually catch on to you. Uh, Aw. As you keep peering over and trying to figure out their game. Oh, man. I rolled such good stealth. Because Ali keeps, like, scooting to the side. Yeah, he's a wee scooter. Uh, She's kind of dodging around Tessa's arm while she's trying to talk to him about, like, the different types of bread. Uh, The the dragon uh, looks over at you uh, and says, Would you like to join the game? The buy-in's only five coins. Uh... Certainly. May uh, my companion join us? Absolutely. The more the merrier. 
we combine our tables like transformers. No. Um, okay. We can just scoot over there and uh, buy in then, I reckon. Yeah. Great. It's yeah. five gold coins each. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, That's nothing. What uh, is Ali's stance on this? Because now he's just seeing all these people just wave around money like it's nothing. Yeah, I was going to say... Been- He's been a destitute mendicant hermit ascetic in the woods yeah. for six years. Um, he yeah, yeah. he has kind of just accepted blankly that he doesn't understand the way the world works and won't for a little bit. Uh, but he's learning. Okay. He he understands because okay. like he saw how much we paid for the sandwiches. Like he knows how much. Mm. Uh, you know he understands that Nicola and Tess run like the finest, not just in terms of quality of work, but also in terms of like artistry. Uh, one of the finest mm. workshops and he sees what people are paying there so he's he's feeling out what the what the economy is like here he knows yeah, yeah. if somebody tries to tell him you have to pay twenty dollars for a single sandwich he's gonna call bullshit on that yeah it's kind of like when you move to a new city for the first time and you kind of go out to eat so you get a vibe like oh, okay so things like like a coffee costs more around seven dollars here than they did back home exactly like three yeah so um as you arrange your your chairs uh, and everybody sh- sort of shuffles to give you room. Um, the dragon uh, 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 asks, "Are you familiar with the game Two Flower?" Uh, Ali's uh, Ali kind of reacts like uh, I am now. Uh, he's thrown completely off and says, uh, "It has uh, been." quite some time since I have held a hand of two flower in my own, but I imagine uh, with time, it will come back to me. Well then, uh, why don't we allow our captain to explain? Uh, Do we recognize these soldier mans? Like... You don't. Okay, uh, so they are completely foreign to us. Just they're like senior mans. officers that were never at Fort Stormstride. They were always in Ironsides. Right. They are uh, old, leathery types. Oh, uh, uh, are they like uh, super gross like colonial officer class? Are they like, oh yes, so I sent 40 of them to die and I got a medal for it. Ugh. Oh no, these these are uh, battle-hardened okay. uh, foot soldiers who lived long enough to become officers. Okay, cool. Yeah, they, they actually genuinely climb the ranks to be where they are all today. right radical um, no blue raja bullshit and they have here. the wicked scars to prove them dope yeah. um and i imagine like their families fought in like the great rahalian war long ago and yeah the salasahim reconquista so, yeah. uh the uh the the man that sat opposite the dragon um is this old old human leathery skin this uh wispy white beard mm-hmm. uh that that comes down honestly too far, um, <laughs> and and he is uh, uh, he begins shuffling the the deck of cards as he explains the rules to you. Um, uh, you deal out he deals out uh, the the hands, uh, and you keep playing this game for however long you'd like. Uh, and are there is there anything you'd like to uh, do or say over the course of the game? Are you going to probe the dragon for information, Dylan? Uh, go ahead, Christine. What's up? I would say I would like to actively listen in the event that they're passing around, like, military things, uh-huh. like, trying to say, like, using things as an analogy for something that may be going on Yeah, in the Protectorate. Like, if there's another conversation like, going on here. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Tess has already learned definitely not to trust the military. She didn't need to be taught that one, but she sure was taught it again. Right. And also, there's a dragon at the there's table. There's a dragon. So she's table. like... Make an insight roll for me. Okay. Damn. I just don't know if you should... Shit about shit. I got a nine. I'd give, ins- right. I'd give assistance cool. if I could, but I don't know how I can. Yeah. It's like an intellectual thing. Yeah. Um, if they are, they're doing a good job of fighting it. Okay. Fair. But still, I'd like to say that Tess is... Wary. Yeah, yeah. Definitely splitting her attention between the game and them. Uh, I have a question that makes me feel like a huge dum-dum, uh, because I think I just misunderstood okay. something that just happened. When the dragon said, are you familiar with the game Two Flower... Was he's? I heard that initially. Like, if you were to say, "Are you familiar with the game chess?" or was he saying that, or was he referring to me as Two Flower? Make an insight roll for me. Thank you, because I would not be surprised if that was intentionally vague syntax and delivery. Let's see. Uh, that is a nat twenty. Uh, he boo boo. Uh, seemed to only be referring to the game. Okay. So the game is called uh, Two Flower. Fact, right. Okay. In fact, as the, the captain explains the rules, uh, he tells you the, the game uh, is called Two Flower. Um, and uh, he explains a little bit of the history as he's shuffling just to sort of fill the time. And he says uh, he learned it. Uh, this this captain had learned it when he was a recruit. Mm-hmm. He had been uh, at boot camp with this fella um, who went by the name Two Flower. He wasn't sure if that was his name or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, after boot camp, they parted ways, and uh, 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 apparently that cat never made it off his first battlefield, mm-hmm. but uh, um, this captain has kept the, his memory alive by teaching this game to as many people as will sit down with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali would like to make a performance check to remain cool, calm, and collected. Do it. Uh, Casey would also like to wake his computer up because it just went to sleep. There we go. Okay. Let's see. Uh, and I now have proficiency in performance thanks to my uh, way of the drunken master archetype. So that's going to be a 14. Cool. Cool. Um, that being a role for yourself, you get to decide what that means. Oh, uh, as as far as anybody at the table is concerned, except maybe the dragon, because I don't know what a dragon's insight role is like. But um, as far as the other two dudes are concerned, I'm just like, oh, really? Oh, oh how neat. Oh, extraordinary. You know, just uh, learning a cool thing about a game. Tess, as someone who mm-hmm. knows Ali better than two old yeah. dudes and a dragon, you are aware that Ali is about as upset and shaken as you have ever seen him. Yeah, she pockets that one in the back of her mind for a later time. Yeah, just just bookmark that. There's There's nothing for it this minute, but... Um, yeah. Okay. Then I imagine we uh, we play some cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a few rounds go by. Um, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, we know when to fold them. Sure. When to uh, hold them. You pick up this game. When to walk away. Well, and in fact, Ali, uh, as as the game goes on, you remember playing this game, uh, or at least something very close to it, uh-huh. way way back uh-huh. in my childhood, perhaps. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, few rounds go by, and eventually the dragon gets this quizzical look on his face. He's he's peeking at his cards, and he sets them down, and he just sort of starts tapping his fingers as he he looks over the two of you. Mm-hmm. And he says, now do I know you two from somewhere? Uh, 
It's possible, but no, it's also. So. Po- I'm I'm sorry, guys. Hold on, just one second. No, it's okay. I'm very sorry. Uh, what happened was pause. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry about that. What happened was uh, my vet called me with results about Denmark J Cat's blood, and it came through on my computer. I, oh, he's fine. He's fine. Oh. He just got a checkup. He's okay. fine. Um, I hit decline, but for some reason, when that happened, it also turned on the lo-fi hip hop radio beats to relax and study <laughs> to at the same time. So I could hear Dylan talking, but it was like over the over the chill beats, and it just it really threw me off. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Uh, okay, so that's no, that's fair. Okay, that's so we're worried. Yeah, it really is. It's a chill cafe. All right, so the dragon. Go, go ahead. The dragon. The dragon says. The dragon says. Now, do I know you two from somewhere? Hmm. Uh, I don't. Now, something about you is familiar. We uh, did meet briefly in uh, the ruins. We were there with the. Rockwell brothers, uh, with whom you had some words. Oh, right. There is no point in lying oh, to a right. dragon, Christina. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Tess just kind of just goes, uh, you know. And how are the Rockwell brothers? I had to leave in such a hurry I didn't have time to catch up. We, uh, parted ways with them shortly afterwards. Our paths diverged, uh... But last we saw, they were well. We had come to this bakery, uh, hoping to meet with them and catch up ourselves. Imagine our surprise at uh, finding you here. Why surprise? I'm a regular here. Fair enough. Uh, I am a stranger in these parts. When did you move to Ironsides? Oh, I, I don't live in Ironsides. My residence is somewhere very far away, and mm. I like to keep the the precise location a secret. But you're a regular here? Oh, yes. How did you say you come here? For how long have you been a regular at this bakery? Well, I've been a staple here at the bakery for nearly as long as these two fine gentlemen. Interesting that we never met. Mm. Well. Well, what brings you into town presently? I am a free agent. The business... The Rockwell brothers interrupted, or mm. nearly did, anyway, was the last step in a very, very long plan mm-hmm. to sever my ties to an old compatriot. And now that I have done so, I am free to choose a new champion. Mm. So I've come to Ironside to relax a little while, and perhaps scout some new talent. Mm. And what do you look for in a champion? Strength and wisdom. Mm. I'm sorry, did you say that the other, uh, the elder gentlemen had taken their leave? No, they're, they're still sitting. Oh, okay, so this is... They're just playing cards. This is open? Okay, cool, sorry. That just, uh, the tone of the conversation threw me for a second. Alright, uh, what were you gonna say, Christina? I was gonna say, a funny coincidence that right after the dragon left, we saw Akersolf, who has been immortal till... Hmm. For, for as long as we knew him. And what became of your last champion? I'm not rightly sure myself. Mm. Mm. He dropped off the the radar, so to speak, a long, long time ago. I never did find out what happened to him. Mm. But our connection remained intact, so I'm sure he's still alive somewhere. I have a question. Yeah? Have you ever met a Nikola Tesla coil? Can't say as I have, no. Why do you ask? You know. Now, doesn't he run one of the workshops nearby? Oh, I heard. Hmm. 
Are <clears throat> excuse me. I had voice failure. <clears throat> Are you uh, at all familiar with a gentleman by the name of Ekosulf? The dragon looks you in the eye, uh, and then I catch fire. Uh, relaxes back, uh, like he had just gotten very tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then he sort of relaxes back, and a smile creeps across his face and say, "Never heard of him." Us mm. neither. Interesting. Well, gentlemen, it looks like my companion and I ought to be going. We still have some work to complete today. It was a fun game. Yeah, it was a fun lunch. Perhaps we can exchange money over cards some other time. Mm. Now, I'm surprised none of them have noticed the branch that I'm carrying. Or my gauntlets. Or the gauntlets. They just haven't commented on them. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, not rude. All right. Everybody everybody woman on my branch. Everybody carries weird stuff. That's fair. Yeah, I guess it kind of just looks like religious iconography. Yeah. Uh, I'm just bearing a giant cross for no reason. Okay. Well, I think we've um, poked this particular hornet's nest long enough. Uh, I reckon we we gather up our gold winnings and uh, maybe leave a tip for our server and uh, Mm -hmm. get the hell out of there while the getting's good. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Each of you roll a d20. For me. Okay, it was just a raw D twenty roll. I got a four. Thirteen. Uh you were both taken for a ride in that game. Yeah. Uh you are now fucking flat broke. Well, mm. Tess has money in the bank. Mm. Yeah. And Ali but was broke when he got here. Wise. So <laughs> he ain't mad about it. Alright, well we uh, we we stand and uh, before we before we leave entirely, uh I will introduce myself. To yonder dragon, because Ali ain't scared of no man or thing that wears the shape yeah, of a man. Yeah, I would say, Tess wants to introduce herself as well. Yeah, well, actually, we'll introduce ourselves like, to the table. Cause there's, there's no need to be that pointed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, the dragon introduces himself as, um, uh, uh, I have it written down, but I'm not willing to look it up right now. Fair. Um, <laughs> look it up. Your notebook's yeah. right next to yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, the uh, dragon gives you what is almost certainly a nom de guerre. Yeah, because, sure. you know, you name a creature and you control it. Uh, and the name he gives you is Trent Schaefer. Okay. Uh, the uh, elderly man, the the captain mm-hmm. uh, with the wispy beard, uh, goes by the name... Um, nope, didn't plan these ones. Didn't plan the names for the soldiers. Uh, I've, got free, goes by the name, I've got free names if you want them. Go for it. Cool. Yeah. What's I, his name? Yeah, I actually have a... Take uh, inspiration for this one, for digging me out of a hole. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah, I actually have a list yeah. of, of free names. And let me Tess, tell you... if you'd like inspiration, you can name the other the other gentleman. There is absolutely nothing like working customer service to give you uh, an endless supply <laughs> of great names. Uh, this guy's name is Nakail. Great. Interesting. Um, yeah, Tess, you can have inspiration if you'd like to name the other gentleman. Uh, a dwarf of... A dwarf? His name's Barnaby. Great. Yeah. Um, Barnaby, Nikhail, and Trent. Cool. So we introduce ourselves to the table, and I introduce myself as uh, Don Six River. Yeah, of course. Which is kind of a game-recognized game sort of thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Tess Strave just says, my name is Tess LaCoyle. Damn. Any relation to Nicola? Oh, I'm his daughter. Fantastic. Well, while the pair of you are still in town, I do hope we cross paths again. Us as well. I am certain we will. Gentlemen, may the lady of games uh, 
Bless your afternoon. Uh, and you take your leave of the cafe. Yep. Very, we attack. are not running. We are not walking quickly. We are walking very quickly, very slowly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we are confidently leaving this establishment exactly. because we understand it is time to take our leave. Correct. And we are not dumb. We have read the room. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, so you make your way back to Nicola's workshop and we will find out what lies in store for you there Ooh. next time on Dyson Virtue? Yikes. Thanks for listening, all our buddies. You can find us on the Twitter and the Facebook and the Patreon.com slash Semi-Automagic. Um, we like making this thing, and we would like to continue making this thing. And it's we're going to keep making this thing every Friday. You can find us on the iTunes. We also have a TV show page. We it's do. pretty cool. Casey and our number one listener, Liz Layton. I've set it up, and it's super informative. Yeah, feel free to con- Discord. Yeah, contribute to the TV tropes, please. That's what it's there for. Yeah, we have a Discord. We've got all manner of community yeah. engagement. That I'm going to be honest. Uses. We're using Discord to record this right now, and I'm not still entirely sure what Discord is, but we've got one. I I have absolutely no idea what Discord is. Is it a kind I've of likened it to? Is it a kind of fish? gamer Skype? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Ooh, fish. So we'll be back next week as we always are. Thank you for listening, all our buddies. Goodbye. Bye, all our buddies. Watch the skies. Ooh.